Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Oh, the Tim Tory, the, the the Tim Tebow story. I mean, I haven't seen him. One yesterday, but my staff has seen him, <laughs> yeah. and he looks great. You know, he's uh, in great shape. Great, like it's it's it just remains <laughs> that story that you still can't believe is a real thing. In fact, even everybody we talked to, we just talked to Kimberly Martin about it, and even she said she's like, everybody I talked to, so there's no way he makes the team. But Keyshawn, you said no. He's de- you wouldn't embarrass him. You're not going to embarrass him. You're not going to do this to embarrass him. People really want to see Tim Tebow fail, huh? I, it's not about fail. It's just one of those why. You know, you, I think you, that's you, really what the it's why. You, I don't think, in all honesty, I, I mean, you know, I get a headache even continuing to talk about this. But <laughs> eight years, Jay. Never mind the six. Mm. Eight years. Whether he could play, I wouldn't give a damn if he was headed to the Hall of Fame. <laughs> When you eight years, <laughs> it's eight years, man. Bef- the last time he took a meaningful but, snap in a game was eight years ago. The game's I know. Different, I, I hear it, it's just <laughs> even the game's different. I gave you Yesterday. six, but now I'm giving you <laughs> eight. eight. It's just the conversation just it, it turned so hard towards Tim Tebow yesterday. Yeah. Then I found but myself I think, having conversations with random friends about well, he was kneeling during the national anthem and he was praying and that's, that's I'm like, damn, it's just yeah, that it was takes like, us down a whole other path. Wow, I'm not getting I know into it just that. went in so many different Tim Tebow directions is, where I was like, wow. But just, it, again, he could be going to the Hall of Fame. It, it's eight years, man. It could be he could have been the greatest college quarterback. Turned into the pros and was Hall of Fame. Back. Eight years off is a long time. But he didn't get signed, though. I mean, like, it's just like, it's speculation now. It's funny. Speculation led to anger about what are you doing? Yeah. He didn't even get signed. But that's why, again, we know he's polarizing. Let's listen to first, as we heard, you know, Kimberly Martin talk about it, how people she's talked to, scouts and whatnot, saying, A, you never have to put that stuff out there. Why even put it out there? Well, we know why. Uh, but also not expecting that he's even going to play, that maybe he'll just retire before training camp. Listen to Jeff Darlington, another one of our ESPN NFL reporters. This is from Get Up yesterday. His reaction uh, to what's going on, or sorry, not his reaction, but what he's hearing about the reaction within the Jaguars organization about the potential of signing Tim Tebow. There's a serious disagreement within the building about the idea of Urban Meyer signing Tim Tebow. There are coaches on that staff who don't want to see it happen. And, you know, I, I, there are also, in the same breath, those who are saying, to Booger's point, it's not that big of a deal. Look, he's probably not going to be on the roster week one. It is just also to, important to remember, beyond the emotional side of this, beyond the, the wonders of why, is just the reality that it's really not – practical it's not likely to work and it doesn't necessarily urban meyer i think would say well hey i'm going to add anybody to my team who has the potential to better this organization to which you could look at this and say well how is this going to better the organization there's just really not very much upside at all to be quite honest yeah see that and that is certainly is the conversations what's going on inside Keyshawn j will zubin presented by progressive insurance august join us on the goodyear hotline Alan Hahn in for Zubin. Do you want to hear from Urban Meyer himself? Because that's usually the best thing to do is like, okay, maybe have the coach explain it. So he was on the Chris Collinsworth podcast and, and he discussed the latest on the potential of signing Tim Tebow. We have not signed Tim. Uh, there's a thought going around, you know, he, uh, he was in the best shape of his life, asked to see if he could work out with a couple of our coaches. Uh, I wasn't even there. And uh, they came back to me and said, wow, this guy's in the incredible shape. And I said, then I went another time and watched him try him out. And they said, go work on these things. He comes back later. 
They try them out again. I'm not there. And they come in and they said, wow, you know, this guy's ball skills. He's a great athlete. He looks like he's 18 years old, not 20, whatever he is, 33. And uh, I said, guys, you don't mm. understand. Now, this guy is, you know, he's the most competitive maniac you're ever going to talk to. And let's give it a shot. And I have not decided if we're going to do that or not yet. I'm getting close. I got to make a decision here pretty soon. So to be clear, he wasn't there. No, he was there. <laughs> not the first time and not the second time, but the middle time. Yeah, he was there. not the third, not the first or third time. The second time. The second and they time. kept coming back saying, wow. So the way it goes <laughs> is we had a conversation. Man. And they said, hey, he wants to work him out. You say, okay, I got some other stuff to go do. You go work him out. I kind of know what he looks like already. I, I know Tim. Mm-hmm. He's in shape. I'm not worried about that. Just let me know. They say, yeah, he's, he looks pretty cool. He says, I, you know, I ain't got much to do. Let me go stop by and stick my head in and say hi to Tim and his wife and family and everything. And I sit there. I watch him work out. I do those things. Then I go about my business. I say, you know, Interesting. Let me know what his ball skills look like because I got some other stuff to do. They come back. They say, wow, this guy can really do some stuff. He's he you know, that tape that we saw nine years ago with him trying to run that that out at the Jets. Don't even worry about that. That's he's gotten better and quicker and faster in and out of his breaks. OK, let me let me playing the outfield. It's really helped him receive. Yeah, the let me let me. Let me ponder on this for a, a little bit. The agilities are off the charts. Yeah, let yes. me let me just he looks 18. Do that. He looks like an 18-year-old, But at the same time, I'm going to take the pulse of everybody's reaction to the fact that we may explore signing him. And let me see the fallout before I sign him. So I now can tell you I haven't thought about it, but I'm going to give it some thought over the next week because I want to take the temperature of the way people are going to perceive this because I screwed up with the strength and conditioning code. Mm -hmm. So let me – let me just see the way this thing goes. And I think that's where Urban Meyer is after listening to him yesterday. That's a real interesting take. You know, I, I, I yeah. think that's spot on. Yeah. That's a direct sheet. That was where I was going to go with the whole thing. It's, um, I, it, it's funny how easily I feel like we get duped in the media sometimes with something that's shiny and polarizing like that. Like that top, every show talked about that yesterday. <laughs> every show, sports, <laughs> radio, news, CNN, I'm like, whoa, wait, wait, it's on Fox, it's on CNN, what's going, wow, <laughs> like it's Tim Tebow's like that. So, I mean, look, great opportunity for Urban to see what bringing Tim Tebow to your team can do for your team from a notoriety perspective. They get rid of you when you turn 30, man. They don't sign you. So, so we you said yesterday, though, Keith, this is a marketing so. stunt. I, no, it, I, I'm not saying I don't know like, if it's a stunt, stunt but it, that's what it's turned into. It's, that's what it's turning into. I, I honestly believe that Urban Meyer wants to sign him. I honestly believe that. But, again, the temperature. What is that temperature? Because if I decide one day that I'm going to run a team before I get really old, I'm hiring everybody I know. Hey, Jay Will, I know you've never done this before, but I want you to come work here. Alan, I know you've never done this before. I need you to do that. So I get what Urban Meyer, it's his guy. I understand it. But it's eight years, it's 34 years old. It's not... One year removed from the league or two years removed from the league. If that was the case, then, yeah, he could try many positions. Much like Booger McFarland said, he, the only way you make the team is because I want you to make the team. He'll be on the staff. I promise you, 
Well, just bring he'll, him on the staff. He'll be on the staff. No, no, no that's what's going to happen. Right? That's what's going to happen. He's going to be on the staff eventually. Even if you hired him to be on the staff, you can still tell the same story. You don't think there's a part – part of this is that was what he wants to do, but Tebow first said, let me try to make the team first. No, but you need to know as a coach, you ain't making this – you're not good. <laughs> you're not making this team. Yeah, but that's the favor, though, is, okay, I'll, I'll let you – like, we'll give you the workout, but we'll now give you the try, whatever you it do, is. Now what you do, like Jeff Darlington said, is now you – have people within the building. We haven't even gotten to the locker room yep. yet. And then outside the locker room, other players around the league, how they may feel. And look, I, I don't know the relationship other than he has a great relationship with Tim Tebow. But for him to even float that out there, if you want to put him on the staff, put him on the staff. Well, You're going to get the same attention by putting him on the staff because you can tell the same story. If the story is leadership and he's going to do this and he's going to do that for our team, he could do that from upstairs. Well, it feels like that was the intention from the beginning, though, right? I mean, like, look, he's, he's not going to play. Like, I don't think he's going to make the roster. But you go through the workout. Okay, Tim, like, if you, if you love somebody, I'll give you a shot. Right. Let's, let's see how it is. He doesn't want to Even in the back of my mind, I know that you probably don't have a chance to do it. Right. I'll give you a shot. Here's your opportunity. Hey, hey, Tim, you know what? Really appreciate the way you worked. Love the effort. This is how I see you here. This is how I want you to be forever endeared to the franchise. Yeah. No, I, I mean, it, it, just hire him as a special assistant. There's so much behind this, obviously, but Urban Meyer did speak about it at least. So we did hear from him, which is, of course, the important part. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. So as we do market madness, we continue again today. If we had done this a year ago, the city that we're going to profile next okay. may have a completely different list. It's amazing how far this market has gone. <laughs> a turnover in the city is absolutely unprecedented. We'll discuss that coming up next. KJZ on your smart <laughs> nice nicely done. On your smart speakers by saying play ESPN radio. Stop waving papers at me. Hey, it's Greeny. Wednesday, Mike Holmgren joins me with his thoughts on the Aaron Rodgers situation and the top five catchers of all time. Greeny, starting 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Story of Houston as market madness continues KJZ ESPN radio you have we go through market to market and what we're doing is the top three players currently playing in that market and I mean we really don't know exactly what 
Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, that 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 we will get to in one second. But you know, when we talk about what are the you know, like 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 what are we basing it on? And I think we're agreeing that it's last table in the best restaurant. You'd get it, right? Those those guys would get it. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, it's yeah, also you have to be good. Like yeah. you can't suck, but you have to be somebody that the fans love. But you also have that kind of magnetism that in your market you can go anywhere and, as they say, not have to buy dinner or not have to pay for a drink, right? That kind of thing. Yes. Right? That famous, that yeah. well-known, that well-loved. All right. So we go to Houston. And as Jay said so well, Houston, we have a problem. Because if we did this a year ago, the list Seemed might be like different. Uh, right? It might be different. If we did it two years ago, it would be different. So let's go to Lance Zerline, ESPN 97.5 in Houston, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. So, Lance, we certainly have our take on what's going on in Houston and how quickly things have flipped there, but let's start with your list of your top three right now in Houston. Yeah, as you guys mentioned, I had to ask the producer, Evan. I said, hey, do, do they have to be currently playing? I mean, can I throw a team Olajuwon in? But this is a pretty weak list now that I'm looking at it. And uh, you're right. It, it looks substantially different. I think, okay, so I'm a sports guy and a food guy, so – I take this very seriously about getting into the restaurant. And I think number three, we'll start with Justin Verlander. Now, when you say Justin Verlander, uh, he didn't play last year. He, you know, he hurt the, mm-hmm. the, the elbow and he hasn't played this year. He played last year, one game and he was done. But Justin Verlander still has that cachet from the, uh, the world series, not to mention the Kate Upton thing. I mean, look, let's yes. be honest. I probably yes. should have put him first since he's got Kate Upton there right. too. That's probably number one. But we'll throw him number two because he's not actually playing. Now, I have, as an aside, I have actually bought him a bottle of uh, wine after a bottle of champagne after he won a Super Bowl. Me and a friend of mine uh, sent one over to his table when they were at a restaurant when we were where we were eating that night. So, uh, yeah, he gets that kind of uh, love in the city of Houston still, even though he wasn't there. Uh, He's only been there a few years. Number two. I said Jose Altuve, and listen, Altuve would not have hit the list last year, and I have never even seen him out except at charity events. I don't even know if Jose Altuve goes out. But if Tuve goes out, he still has a lot of love from fans, and uh, he could get that last table. I don't think that would be a hard time. So Jose Altuve is definitely on the list. And I'd say number one, based on uh, what he did last year in the playoffs and and kind of how he's grown in stature over over the – the last five years is Carlos Correa. Um, he also, Daniela's beautiful wife is, was uh, like Miss Texas and her teen Texas. She's got some pageant that's pageant. She's won as well. And Correa has got a, an MMA podcast with pitcher Lance McCullers and Correa has got that magnetism. Correa's the guy who will be able to go in. If he, if he ends up in a big city, when, and if he leaves Houston, uh, he'll have that cachet to walk into the big restaurants at some point as well and get the uh and and get the uh the last table in a in a city even larger than Houston. So I think Carlos Correa would be number one, but you know, I gotta be honest, if I'd done this list just one year ago, I'm not sure any of those three guys hit the list. Amazing. And I couldn't come up with a rocket this year. It's mm. impossible. You can't throw a rocket on none of those guys can get in a restaurant. <laughs> Stay out. I wanna, You're, yeah, I want I want to play a game. You know when we have a right. Hold a depot, Lance? Oh, oh. No, he's in Miami. That's he's right. he's not there anymore. Wow. Yeah, like, like we, we're gonna, I want right. to play this wow. game. I was playing this game with yeah. Evan, our producer, yesterday. We were texting, and, and he, I, 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 he might have gone five names before he he was able to name one Houston Rocket. 
which is amazing. Again, like you Christian said, Christian Wood, their best rocket is Christian Wood. I wouldn't know him if he stepped on my foot. <laughs> like, but I, if you were doing like, no rockets left for hypothetical reasons, yeah, a year ago, what would your list look like? Uh, I mean, number one, JJ Watt. Yeah. Number two, probably Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. And then number three would have been, I don't know. James I mean, Harden. we could say Harden, but re- legitimately you never see Harden at restaurants. He's at other clubs, but not restaurants. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Same thing. I would, <laughs> he still I would gets say preferential treatment be, somewhere. Number three would have probably been P.J. Tucker. Probably P.J. Tucker. Tucker. Maybe uh, Chris Paul if we had gone a, a couple sauce. years previous. Right. Now, I got I to gotta ask you, though, Lance, <laughs> think about since the World Series. Right? Yeah. And where and where the market was when you have a championship, then you have the Texans pretty much at halftime had the Chiefs on the ropes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, just, just looking at that, the, the Rockets were in the Western Conference Finals up 3-1. Right. And now, and that was two years ago. And now... Yeah, so, um, so I've done sports talk radio since 1997 as a young pup, right? So I've seen it all. There was no Texans back then. And I've never seen it this bleak ever in my entire life. It's wow. not even remotely close. I mean, the basketball team, we're cheering for them to stay really bad for obvious reasons, at least you know for the rest of this year. Um, the Texans are – I've never seen the Texans at a point this low where people just don't care about them anymore. And, uh, you know, the Astros still have a lot of love. That's not a problem. But when you look at what happened over the course of one calendar year, they lost every head coach and general manager on all three teams – in one season. I've never seen that happen in the history of sports. That's amazing if you really think about it, right, how, how things have turned there. So we'll see how it obviously turns back. But we have your list. So it's Correa number one, Altuve number two, and Verlander number three. So all three guys are Astros players. And as you know, outside yep. of Houston, not a team that is well-loved. All right, Lance. I'm getting in a restaurant. I recognize that. Guy. Yes. Don't worry about Especially it. Especially in Los Angeles. All right, Lance, we appreciate yeah. your contribution to uh, Market Madness. Thanks so much. I appreciate you guys. All right. So, so I, I'd lock the door if they came to my restaurant in L.A. <laughs> no entry. So outside of you heard Christian Wood's name, Key, can you name another Houston Rocket? No. I'm not even going to pretend don't you that try? I can. No, I've, I don't even. No. I did, not the, one. Capella's no longer. Nope, he's in he's in Atlanta. CP3's no longer. Right. Westbrook's no longer. Right. Harden's no longer. Tucker's no longer. Well, you mentioned Westbrook. That should help you in a way name a rocket because he was traded for a well-known player. Oh yeah. well, yeah, but I wasn't thinking uh, mm-hmm. of Wall. John Wall. I just wasn't thinking of Wall. I just wasn't. It just doesn't. Yeah. You know, like he, it's. Here were my guesses, Key. Listen. I said Clint Capella, nope. which no. I knew he was in Go. Atlanta because I had watched the game the night before, but I was being funny to start. <laughs> oh. Then I said Oladipo, nope. legitimately Gone. thought he was still there. Like then I said Robert Covington, Le- legitimately Portland. thought he was still there. Then I finally got, I said Eric Gordon. And before Bingo. John Wall, I got Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's still there. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. the one guy left. Isn't that bad? You're like, Eric Gordon is still there. You feel, I feel terrible, by the way, for Eric Even, Gordon. I just realized that Rivers wasn't there. Austin, Austin Rivers? I just saw him He's playing. on his fourth He's team. Yeah. But I just saw him playing somewhere else. And Denver. I was like, oh, when did that yeah, happen? Honest, I haven't watched a lot of Houston Rockets games. This well, that's basically the, yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, I it's watched like, maybe seven. Yeah, but I'm not watching. Six or seven. But that's my job. If you had, that's my, not, well, that's my yeah, job. I'm yeah. not watching yeah. Houston 
unless they're playing somebody else that I need to watch, right? I mean, like, if they're on against the Nets, I'm watching it. But if they're on against, like, Sacramento, why would I watch it on NBA TV? Think about this. Our researcher, Lauren, put this together. Because they're not going to be on NBA. So, as we're talking about Houston, and we're talking about just the downfall of of this market, which, as I mentioned, only a couple of years ago, in 2018, 2019, they they were, like, all their teams were sizzling, right? Notable well, one players. Cheating, but. Well, we found out in 2020 that that all came to fruition. Cheaters. And, but notable players who have left Houston since 2019. Check out this list: JJ oh. Watt, gone, five-time Pro Bowler, and absolutely, obviously beloved in that market. Like DeAndre Hopkins, also five Pro Bowls. Whoa. James Harden, nine-time All-Star, MVP, scoring champ. Russell Westbrook, nine-time All-Star, CP3. MVP. CP3. Well, it, this is since 2019. Oh, 20, oh. Okay. George Springer. Remember, he signed with Toronto, right? Three-time All-Star. Garrett Cole, three-time All-Star, wow. right? He signed with the Yankees. Think about that. Like, the, look at the names there. Watt, Hopkins, Harden, Westbrook, Springer, and Garrett Cole. Something about Houston. They were, I mean, I mean, have we ever seen a market flip that quickly from being like a hot sports town to what you just heard what Lance said? He had defeat in his voice. Like, it's the worst it's ever been around here. People don't even care about the Texans, Keith. Which, no, I, I, you know, it's football. I, I kind of feel like, since you said, have we ever seen a market flip so fast? I feel like maybe Dallas went through that. Like, when? I don't know, but I feel uh, like. Because they've feel always like, been Cowboys. I mean, no, Cowboys always keep everything afloat there. Even no, they, but they wasn't well, you, winning. I yeah, feel like, I feel like with A-Rod left. The Rangers. The Rangers. Yeah, somebody the was on the Mavericks that it wasn't Dirk, but it was maybe like Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd and them dudes. Like well, those, that, that would have Jack been, and all yeah, them. Yeah, that would have been eleven. Like around 2011, 12, feel like, after the championship. You see, I feel like that kind of Jimmy but, Jack and, and, and Jason Kidd. No, the first time oh, the around, fir- the Tony Braxton issue. <laughs> oh, what are y'all? What? The early days. The early days. Yeah. I kind of feel, Braxton but then maybe issue. the Cowboys were winning then, right? No, it was post-Super Bowl Cowboys. Was it post-Super Bowl sure. Cowboys? I think I feel like Dallas, but we could do that research in the, off, in the, uh, in the break. We'll Dallas, have Evan Dallas, do Dallas some be, work. Dallas would be interesting, but it's just hard, again, to have that much success. I mean, I'm not talking about I they mean, just go through a dry that's spell. That's an implosion. That much success to that much failure. You know, even like Chicago, where the Bulls fell off big time after the championship run. Right, the Cubs, you know, never won. Never, White and, Sox and, didn't yeah. win. And Chicago was Bears. kind of teetering. But the Bears were teetering. Yeah, the Bears. Bears got to a Super Bowl though, right after that point, and uh, and the Blackhawks won a Stanley Cup for the first time in forever. So at least you had that. Like Boston, but it's also went the, through an unbelievable run in the, in the but, um, you know first decade of this. It's also century. the way things are. Ha- I mean, it's the way things have happened. It just hasn't been a depletion of talent. Is you have the whole Astro situation. You have the whole James Harden forcing his way out. How he handled that. Yeah, we got so the it, other it's stuff the, going on with Deshaun. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the other aspects of it too, on top of the depletion. Detroit. I mean, not Detroit. Uh, Boston. You mentioned Boston. That's interesting because the Patriots. The Sox, the Red Sox, and the Celtics are all kind of like not good right now. At least the and they, Celtics if, have Jason and like Tatum for thirty and years, Brown. they were like yeah. just monsters. But you're saying it's going to turn around for the Patriots, so? Oh yeah, I'm just saying. Last year, this yeah. last calendar year, they've been kind of big year. No, struggling. big year for the Patriots. But just again, what's going on in Houston? Something uh, that's just mind boggling. And you see the list; it's all Astros players. And maybe in Houston they can get a table, but outside of Houston. Yeah, Astro players can't get no table in L.A. No? No, they need police escorts. Not so much. Let's talk some baseball. Speaking of the Astros, there's some really interesting stories happening in the sport of baseball, including a team that might be on the move, which 
something happening in that market that we will get to as well. That's coming up after SportsCenter. Right back to Taylor Horton Tucker, who dribbles left. Three-pointer, THD. It's good! Taylor Horton Tucker puts the Lakers up by two. 101.99. No timeouts for New York. That's the sound on ESPN LA 710 as the Lakers get the win in overtime over the Knicks. 101.99. So for the Lakers, that's consecutive wins for the first time since late March. You heard Horton Tucker had that three-pointer with 25 seconds left. That gave LA the lead, and it was the winning shot. Anthony Davis finished with 20 points in 43 minutes. Lakers are in the seventh seed, but they're one game back of the sixth seed to get get out of the play-in. For the Knicks, they dropped to six in the East with the loss. Julius Randle, 31 points. The Nets, they beat the Bulls 115-107, and they were expecting to get James Harden potentially back Wednesday against the Spurs, but they might not have the big three together. Why? Kyrie Irving was injured. He was elbowed in the face during the game against Chicago. Now, Steve Nash said that Irving had an x-ray that was inconclusive. And after missing five weeks, though, James Harden could return Wednesday. You don't know, though, about Irving's status for the game tonight as well. Harden is expected to gauge his readiness along with team officials prior to tonight's game time. On to baseball. So speaking of the Astros, they did beat the Angels 5-1, to one, but Shohei Otani did something that you never see, which we're getting used to. So he struck out 10 as the starting pitcher, but he also then played the field. So in the bottom of the eighth with the score tied and his spot due up in the next half inning, he checked in as the Angels' right fielder. This is after pitching seven innings and allowing just one run, one earned run. So he's the third pitcher to strike out 10 or more and then play in the field at a different position since 1900. He was one for four, by the way, at the plate. One earned run over seven innings and the 10 strikeouts, as I mentioned. Sports Center brought to you by Goodyear. Goodyear knows from here on out, every game is a chance to create momentum, to make the right pass, the right move, to hit the perfect shot. It takes momentum to get through the playoffs. It takes everything to capture a title. Goodyear, more driven. So let's continue the baseball conversation as we build off of the, the Houston Astros and them being really the only team left in Houston, which is certainly a, a sad story. Uh, Buster only going to join us here uh, in a second. But, you know, ba- as we're really caught up in all the football offseason stories, obviously the NBA uh, is becoming a huge story as well. But baseball, the season has begun, and, and we're seeing already um, some storylines developing, and who better to talk to about it than Buster only, who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Buster, good morning. What's going on? So let me ask you, so we just had Lance Zerline on from uh, Houston, uh, a radio host out there as we're doing this market madness thing, which is the top 10 uh, athletes currently playing in a market who would be the most popular, you know, top 10. All three are Houston Astros. All three. How would you feel that would play nationally? Uh, It reminds me absolutely of what we saw with Barry Bonds, right, where uh, he became public enemy number one as he got closer to Henry Aaron's home run record, and you had the Balco and the the PED stuff swirling around him, and he would get booed more than any other player in baseball when he would go on the road. In fact, the Giants would lead in road attendance because people like going to boo him. (laughs) And in San Francisco, he was the man. He was the guy, and they cheered him, and they still cheer him, and they honor him. Uh, It's just a completely different perspective in Houston for those Astros players than it is anywhere else. 
Uh, and I know this anytime you know you post anything about you know Altuve struggling or the booing. Man, you get a tidal wave of Astros fans coming at you in social media saying you guys have treated them unfairly. Uh, so it doesn't they surprise cheated. me that uh, you know Houston continues to embrace these guys. Yeah, Buster. Uh, Otani struck out 10 last night with the Angels and then took it to right field. Why is he not seeing the national attention? Is it because he's buried in Anaheim? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the the fact is, is that they're, you know, they, it's a classic Angels team. You've got, you know, greatness. And in this case, it's not only Mike Trout, but it's Otani. And you have a team that's not playing very well. And they still have the pitching issues. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how writers assess his MVP chances as we go forward. Uh, I think if you voted today, it would probably be Trout, who's having the best season of his career, best start of his career so far. Um, but, you know, Tani so far, is this is exactly what I think we all hoped for when he came over. He's having the best statistical two-way season of any player since Babe Ruth in 1919, and he may well wind up surpassing him and shoot – He's on a pace to hit more than 40 home runs. He's on a pace to have about 140 strikeouts as a pitcher. Buster, I, you know, some news broke where in Major League Baseball, how concerned are they going to be with the Yankees coaching staff recently testing positive for COVID-19 after being vaccinated? How big of a story is this? It's a concern. There's no doubt about it. You know, they this situation, it's a wrench thrown into, uh, you know, their handling of the health and safety protocol. The Yankees have, have really felt like that they've been very buttoned down from the beginning of this last year. You know, Zach Britton, their relief pitcher, has been tremendous in his leadership. And, and uh, you know, there's been a lot uh, of folks in that organization working in concert. They felt like they had a handle on this. And then Monday... It's all thrown into chaos when Phil Nevin, their third base coach, tests positive for COVID. And at least um, two other coaches, from what I understand, have tested positive. Marley Rivera yesterday reported five coaches tested positive. They don't feel like that the players have been affected yet. But let's face it, on a day-by-day basis, it's uh, you know wait and see and, and see whose names pop up on the positive list. Yeah, there still is obviously a concern in baseball. Uh, a story that you wrote that caught my attention, which most of the stories you write catch my attention, Buster, so... Uh, is about Trevor Story and the Trevor Story to the Yankees deal that that you feel would make the most sense as you feel like he's going to be a player on the move. Now, obviously, they already have a shortstop in Glaber Torres, but, you know, even though he's actually uh, – the analytics say he's actually the best defensive shortstop so far in the league, but uh, we know that that's not really been a strength for him. This makes the most sense in your mind. Can you explain, like, why and how it would work out yeah, it's kind of amazing because Trevor Story is going to be the best position player who gets traded before July 31st. And look, you know, in in theory, every team would want him, but it's incredible how many of contending teams are locked into a shortstop. You know, the Dodgers have Corey Seager, the Astros have Carlos Correa, the Red Sox have Xander Bogarts, uh, the Mets have Francisco Lindor. Um, Glaber Torres has played better defensively of late, but I don't think anybody is necessarily believes that the, the Yankees are wed to him long-term as a shortstop. They're the one contender who could add Trevor Story. They could slide Glaber Torres over to second base, and they could make that work. And you also wonder if Trevor Story could be a long-term solution for them uh, where they bring him over, and then at some point before he hits free agency in the fall, they sign him to a long-term deal, as the Mets did with Lindor, 
the Rockies are going to get good return on story, but there's not going to be a high number of teams who are in the bidding just because they're not any contenders who are looking for shortstops. Mm. Buster, Major League Baseball yesterday kind of gave a clear path to the Oakland A's to explore other options as they've been exploring options as long as I've been born to try to get a new stadium out in <laughs> Oakland. And now they finally, Major League Baseball finally said, hey, Oakland doesn't want to play, so look at other sites and opportunities. Could Las Vegas be a real potential landing spot for the Oakland A's if a deal can't get done in the Bay Area? Major League Baseball is open to uh, a lot of possibilities. And let's face it, this is Major League Baseball uh, trying to get circumstances set for uh, the expansion of for two teams. But before that happens, they got to settle the ballpark situations in Tampa Bay and in Oakland. And to your point, Key, uh, Major League Baseball formed a blue ribbon panel to study the Oakland ballpark situation in 2006. <laughs> right? Yeah. So we're here now, and, and let's face it, these are not ideal circumstances in terms of uh, putting together a ballpark, um, you know, in a pandemic world. I would not want to be a politician trying to sell to voters, mm. hey, we want to give a lot of money uh, to build a development to keep uh, a ball team in our area, uh, given, you know, the financial losses around the country. This is the first step for Major League Baseball to help the athletics try to get leverage to force Oakland into a deal or uh, essentially move them to another city, whether it's Las Vegas, whether it's Nashville, uh, whether it's Portland or Charlotte. Man, they could go to Vegas. Mm. Yeah, right. They might as well seize the moment. All the great sports is in Vegas now. All the writers are like, yeah, Vegas, that sounds great. Maybe not so much through the summer, but it's still indoors. Indoors, man. Nobody's yeah, you'll, walking you'll around in Exactly. Hey, but, yeah. <laughs> hey, Buster, uh, we've been doing another thing, not only just the market madness day on the show, but also asking this question, and I wanted to ask you for baseball. Uh, over the next three years, a team that you could guarantee will win a championship, who would it be? Dodgers. I think you'd have to be a moron to say any team other than the Dodgers. <laughs> 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 I mean – I mean, really, it has to be the Dodgers because they won last year. Despite their recent struggles, they're still set up. They have tremendous depth, and they have this incredible uh, young core of talent. So they are they are clearly the choice in baseball. Thank you. Uh, I have Thank to you. live with Key now after that. <laughs> Buster, always great to talk to you. Thanks so much as always. Thanks, Buster. Thanks, guys. Uh, Take that care. was a layup, man. You that knew that answer was coming. I mean, that's, yeah, that's what other layup. answer did you expect? Yankees? No. no. Okay, that's Yankees. what I'm saying. Late. No. Dodgers. Houston. Dodgers, I mean, like. Dodgers is the obvious one, yeah. But there could be others. And Buster's an expert. I thought I'd ask him before you intimidated him into just making the I didn't intimidate him. I knew what well, he was going to say. before he had a chance. I knew what he was going to say. Now you want to send the message. He sends I mean, the message. He would have to be a moron is what he, he said. How many actually. World Series do the Dodgers win in the next three years? That's a better question. I would probably say. Safe bet one. one. One out of three next three years? Yeah. Right. That's a safe bet. Yeah, that's where it gets juicy. Because mm-hmm. I don't know all the contracts. I got to look at the contracts, and I don't know what who's all locked up other than, like, Mookie bets. Well, there's your injury issues, too, obviously. With, your with light injuries. We got light injuries. We'll get uh, Dustin May back, as you said, a year, and a, half the, a year and a half from now. He'll be back to help the Dodgers. Ready for the stretch <laughs> run in 2022. Looking forward to that. Well, maybe that'll be their one championship that you get. Oh. Mm. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. That is true. Making it easy to bundle your home and car insurance. So coming up, can Tom Brady play until at least Keyshawn's age?
and maybe even beyond that. And that's after. Boy, y'all stay taking shots at me. It's just. I, what do you mean, y'all? I didn't are say you anything. Older, are you hate, older than hate, Tom Brady? The hate is real. Are you older anyway, than Tom Brady? Key has this <laughs> next. Still pounding on that remote control night after night? Hulu has all the shows and movies you love. And before you ask, do they have the, the Handmaid's Tale or the Grey's Anatomy or Sports Center? The answer is simply yes. Whether you're into live sports or news or award-winning originals and premium channels, it's time to have Hulu, Hulu plans start at $5.99 for thousands of shows, movies, and Hulu's originals. And you can add other premium channels in live TV. And it's all on the same app, so you're not having to download a million different things. Keep the drama on your TV and keep streaming simple. It's time to have Hulu. Restrictions do apply. Riley in South Carolina, you're on ESPN Radio. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey, day one, listen to man. I'm a big fan. Hey, Jay, I appreciate your football acumen. Hey, Zubin, you the man. Key, I appreciate you and you was down here in Carolina too, baby. I appreciate More that. More from Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin next. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply.
Stay AFC West. Stay AFC West. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. That's why. I, that's that actually why, is one of our better conversations. No, that's why when people say, where are you going? I'm going west. Where are you going? To Denver. I'm going west. Well, you're heading west, but I'm, you're not ending west. You're just ending because mountain. Coast, just because coast is not part of it. Yeah, yeah you're going in the direction of yes, west. it's west. But nobody considers it the it's, coast. It's, coast implies it's a, water. It's less than an hour from Vegas and less than two hours from L.A. That's great. It's west. But it's still not. No. Okay. It's heading west. When you say West Coast, don't you think... Hey, when the snow melts ocean. on the mountains, it's water. Yeah, I guess, yeah. But it never See? does seem to there you go. melt completely. Key's logic on this one, you guys keep questioning it, and it's, it, it, there's no holes in it. There's no holes in it? There's no. lots of AFC holes. West. Yeah, that's what they call the division. And that's because it's West. Is it? Yes. It's not West Coast. What division did the Colts play in? The North, right? No, what are, <laughs> what's the... Is it AFC North? They would play the AFC, AFC South. 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 Where's South. Indianapolis? Is it South? Yes. Okay. It's South, they of, changed it's south the name. of Chicago. They changed the name. It used to be the AFC East that they were in, and they moved well, to the South. when they were when Baltimore. They, they moved to the South because the Houston Texans came in I understood. to play. I, well, I know why they realigned. Okay. Yeah, I'm well aware of the history. I'm just using your logic of, but well, it's not they the play same. in the Western Division. Well, yeah, well it, this is how it works. But if you're coming from... We're really, gonna, we're really going to do this? If you're coming from up <laughs> into Minnesota it's or whatever, it's you're going south. <laughs> right. You're going down. So now we're going back to directions again. <laughs> nice try. Uh, well, we know where Tampa is, right? Tampa is south. south. That is for sure. And you've played there, so you certainly know it. What we also know is that when you get older, you tend to go to Florida to retire. <laughs> Tom Brady went to Florida, and he went to win a championship. And how many more does he have in his future well, Jason Light, the GM of the Bucks, was on the Rich Eisen show, and he made it pretty clear that Tom Brady can play as long as the hell he wants. No inkling at all. I told him if he wants to play until he's 50 and he's still playing, and he feels like he can still play, he can play until he's 50. He can play till he's 50. Gordie Howe played in the NHL when he was 51. That's a very physical sport. So, again, you could talk about baseball pitchers, Jamie Moyer, 49. You know, it's a pitcher, you're not – it's a contact sport. Gordie Howe was 51, and he was getting checked by guys that were his son's age, right? And, and, and still 41 points in that season, 82 games. So that's maybe your last mark of somebody that played a physical game at an older age. Can Tom Brady play another six years? Do you think it's possible? I think anything is possible. I know. I, anything Thank is you, possible. KG. I know. Very, very smart. Um I, I do think he could possibly pull it off. I'm clear to say he could play another three. I said that last year mm-hmm. during the season. Like he's got at least another three years He'd be left. Forty-seven. In him. Yeah, he got at least another three in him. But he doesn't look. He doesn't look his age, right? Like he physically. Well, it's not. It's he, not even his age, right? The problem with like Tom, why a Tittle looked old at the end. Yeah, but Tom Brady's not going anywhere, right? Yeah. He's he's staying right between the hashes, <laughs> and that's it. Good point. As long as you keep him clean. He could spit it out with the best of them right now. And, and, and it's interesting because I've thrown with quarterbacks that didn't play anymore that was like dinosaurs. But they couldn't move. Mm-hmm. Their legs were, you know, were shot. Yeah. Yeah. But their arm, they could. Steve Young could still spin it. Steve Young could still. Troy Aikman could still spin it right now. But the problem is. They weren't athletic in the pocket like yeah, Matt they, Jones. Yeah, they, they get a hold of them, they're in trouble. Mm-hmm. As long as 
Tampa Bay is secure at that offensive line, they're fine. That almost becomes like your main priority, right? If you're Tampa, from now on, like you always if make you believe sure. Brady's still the guy. Yeah. If you believe Brady's the guy two, three years from now, you continue to build the offensive line if he wants to still play because he can still throw it. Now, Brady said on a podcast, I think I'm just hanging on to those last moments where I still feel like I have the competitive desire to train hard and put my team in a position to succeed. I took on a big challenge going to Tampa. I don't think the final story has been written yet. Yeah, the moment that he actually retires, like if he really just retired, he can never get it back again. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he that that heard that's, that story. Yeah, before. he want, but as long as he's in it, like he said, he's still training. He's eating avocado ice cream or whatever that <laughs> stuff is that he puts out there in the world. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah, that, that, don't stop though. But that has to be right. The minute, don't stop. The minute you start thinking retirement, oh, you're retired, man, right? you done. Yeah. And the moment you start thinking about it, it's like, man, I don't feel like doing this anymore. I want to hang out with my kids. Is that the hardest part, would you say? It's the is hardest that, part. Is that the part where it's the training? Because obviously game day, you're hyped, right? Yes. It's getting ready for game day that you kind of get sick those, of those four, those four months of training. Yeah. Now, once he slows down, let's say, for instance, he takes off. He just decides, ah, you know. I got one foot in, one foot out. I don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to relax, and I'm going to go hang out with my family for a month and a half and not really do a whole lot. I'm just going to eat and chill with my wife and kids. He's a wrap at that point. At that point, it's a wrap. You might as well go on and just call it a day because he, he's not going to get it back. Right. The minute it's, in, the minute it's, it's absolutely in his head. Because he's right. too old. So who's in the league? Who, who's in the league? Uh, let's see. Who's out of the league first? Tom Brady? Urban Meyer. I probably would think it would be based on. You said you gave Brady three years. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say Urban Meyer. I'm gonna say Urban Meyer. All right. Uh, and the reason I say I gave Brady three because Brady might continue to keep going. Okay. How about Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers? Tom Brady. Wow. Tom Brady or Bill Belichick. Tom Brady. Wow. Bill Belichick don't coach him. He's 80, man. Bill ain't got nothing else to do. All right. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers could be coach. hosting Jeopardy next year man, for you all know, we coaches know. Coaches fall asleep with clickers in their hand. They don't care. No LeBron, no problem for the Lakers. That. That's next. KJZ, ESPN Radio.